The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Earn great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. Learn more online at cbp.gov slash career slash USBP. We have some bad hombres here, and we're going to get them out. Bing, bing, bong, bong, bing, bing, bing. I love China. What's that? It's an invitation. An invitation to what? To a cocktail party. <gasps> a cocktail party? Where? At the abandoned house on Kilrook Street. But, but, isn't that the site of all those terrible murders? Sounds like fun. I'm going. Oh, Barbara, you are positively the worst. <laughs> a group of friends invited to a cocktail party are in for a surprisingly sobering night. Billy, is that you? There's a killer on the loose, and he's making highballs out of eyeballs. Todd, stop it. You're hurting my hand. But I'm not holding your hand. There's only one way out. It's to win the killer's deadly drinking game. Cocktail Party Massacre. I the vodka soda. All right, welcome everybody to Friday the 13th Horror Podcast. Today we have a very special horror hookup happening. Very special. Uh, we are here with Brock and Pickens from Cocktail Party Massacre. Yay. Hello. <laughs> so uh, we, just to give you a little history with Cocktail Party Massacre, uh, I think that we found each other because iTunes basically says we're pretty much the same, and <laughs> we all started listening to each other, and honestly, we cannot get enough of and, Cocktail Party Massacre. And you know, also, there's this, there's this really lovely community of queer horror podcasts um, that we're so lucky and so like just honored to be a part of. And so when we found these lovely gals, we just, we literally fell in love because it's such an inventive and unique podcast. And also, if you have not listened to them yet, you should listen to them for a number of reasons. But I'll tell you this too. They do such a great job with editing and with sound effects and with little cute segment it's just it's such a great podcast you have to listen to it immediately so brock and pickens why don't you introduce yourselves and give us a little taste of what cocktail party massacre is all about oh my gosh thank you that was like a, such a glow oh my gosh i'm blushing i am blushing Aww. do you want to start sure so cocktail party massacre is uh Partly a trivia game, partly cocktail recipes, and then a lot of horror movies. So each episode, well, I shouldn't say each episode, but my favorite episodes are always the game episodes where Mm -hmm. we have guests come on. They get to select what horror movie that we discuss. Then I create all these trivia questions, and their job is to get the questions right. Because if they don't, if they lose to my co-host Pickens here, they end up dead. So they're trying to become Final Girl. But uh, what what our goal is is to slash and kill them. So that's fun. just fun, 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 fun. So, we love it. So oh, and we can also tell, like you know, just listening to the podcast, and of course, you know, we have the benefit right now of doing a FaceTime with them too, so we can actually see them in person. Um, Sorry about. You know, how did you guys know we love it? How did you guys? I mean, it seems like you guys are 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 really great friends. How how did you meet? Tell tell us all about that. So, like most gays in the South, pretty much the only way you meet other gays is grinder. So. Um, saw him on Grindr, saw that his interests were horror movies, and I, I, I feel I feel so snobby saying this, but I do like ask people like, "What are your favorite horror movies?" And sure. they, yeah, and then they respond with like The Conjuring or something within the realm of like ten years. I respond with, "I love Suspiria, The Thing, and like let's like <laughs> yeah. all like you know like eighty amazing horror movies." I remember one time, I I did unmatch with somebody because. <laughs> He responded with, what's Suspiria? Oh and I'm like, well, okay, we're not going to be compatible. I'm sorry. Good but anyway, I, I messaged Brock, like, what's your favorite horror movie? And he said, I think he may have said Night of the Living Dead or something, which I'm not crazy about, but I still like, I like it. And I was like, oh, okay. So 
and we started talking and stuff. And then we just, I think came over to your house and we got wine drunk and watched um, prom night two. And Oh my God, so much better than the first one. Love is it. that the, yeah. is that Mary Lou? Yes. Hello, yeah. Mary Lou, prom night part two. Oh, so much fun. Yeah. No, yeah. So that's, yeah, that's so much better. Yeah, so we actually have not known each other that long. Yeah, not super long. Mm-hmm. You would not know listening you would, you to You wouldn't know that at all. Like, yeah. I, I, I honestly thought that you've, that you've been friends for like years. Seriously. Oh, yeah, no, it's, it's, been, like, it's, it's been like seven, seven or eight months. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, too, you know, I, I think a lot, a lot of our listeners are, are like, not to make like this north and south thing, but like we're, most of us are, are northerners. What is it? What's it like being gay in, in the south? For real. The blowjobs are great because the, no one has teeth. Yeah. I guess I mean, too, because, you know, we're, we, yeah, folks know that we, li- we live in Chicago, which is like the, the ultimate liberal bubble of, of the Midwest. It, I went to Pride last, like, in June, and oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. You love the gays. Well, speaking of that, it's Pride here now. Yes, so. it's Pride oh, here. Really? So we so we live in a college town. So we have we do Pride in um, September because the students are back. Oh, that makes plus, sense. Plus, it's not also so damn hot. Yeah, yeah well, sure. it's still hot. Yeah, I mean, it, it's yeah. still hot, but not yeah, as hot. I'm wearing, as I'm wearing a tank top outside in September. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, for us, it's like dreary and like and fifty it, it, degrees. Yeah, it's like, it's like fifty degrees this week. <laughs> oh God, no! It's like I went I went into a pool today. So oh my like, God! Yeah. Oh, we yeah. have jelly. I will, say, I will say this though. Yeah. Um, I think that we have it pretty good where we live. That's what I was going to say yeah. is because um, we have, we probably do have d- different experiences growing up because I grew up in Durham, but you grew up um, more like on a, in a smaller town, right? I, I grew up on an Island on the East coast of North Carolina. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So yeah, but, but, but we, where we live now, I would say it's pretty And, and, you, and you, you guys live, you guys live close to Chapel Hill now, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So we live, I, I live in Durham, which is like 20 minutes from Chapel Hill. And then Brock lives like, like 15, 10 minutes from yeah. Chapel Hill, something yeah. like that. Um, so growing up, yeah, we, we do live in a very um, lucky area because we're right, right by the Capitol and everything. So we're in a very city environment. So of course, sure, sure. gays are accepted more, but they are, uh, we do have friends though, definitely that have, horrible stories well, like their parents not speaking to them and i mean if you venture yeah. outside this very venture, liberal bubble that bubble, we live in it can be pretty crazy it can be real yeah like yeah. it can mm. yeah but all that having been said like i vacation in the mountains in north carolina quite mm-hmm. often and you would think you know in the mountains you know you know it would mm-hmm. be very a very bad experience but it's it's great i i have this place where i go uh a few times a year and even though it's in the mountains and people have this this idea about what the uh the appalachian people are like Uh at least in western north carolina it's that's not my experience most of the time it's usually there i don't understand people like won't say it to your face they'll usually like you know they'll be like nice to you and then they'll just talk shit about you behind yeah yeah i'm from northern michigan i know all about that yeah (laughs) yeah so it's like you know as long as you're not disrupting their day and their life most of the time usually people keep to themselves so in summation it could be worse we could live in south carolina (laughs) (laughs) oh you mean you mean the home state of lindsey graham (laughs) son of a bitch i imagine we're gonna talk about him soon oh yeah our favorite senator this week and he's just he's just a peach he's wonderful yeah so it's definitely not nearly as bad as like you know like the media tries to like project it at least in our area but yeah i do have friends that have you know they i was very lucky with my coming out and my parents not being thrilled necessarily but definitely still like loving me accepting me and supporting me and all that stuff but i have i do have friends that like are not even on speaking terms with their family because, oh, wow. well yes. judging by your uh mom and dad episode which was wonderful <laughs> we know that, that pretty, pretty much your uh, parents thought that they you were going to kill them so yeah 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 they thought i was going to kill them and my mom spoke about jesus you know it's just it's oh i love her so much She's yeah like, and, f- and folks if you have not listened to their to their uh one of their more recent episodes one of their quickie sods um they 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 have their parents on which was just wonderful to listen to it was it was such a great little episode brock when your dad was uh talking with you i like had to like turn away from all of the other commuters because i was like honestly tearing up 
Really? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. So nice. We had we uh, my dad and I. I don't know if this is necessarily where where you wanted the conversation to go. Oh, you're but, fine. Keep going. Uh, yeah, my dad and I. We had a tough time for a while. He was yeah. not. He was far from excited, and my mm-hmm. mom as well. Uh, uh, it 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 took a long time for us to get comfortable with each other after mm-hmm. I came out. Sure, um, sure. It was not. It was not something that just happened overnight. So it was very much a challenge. Um, I would say like five, six, maybe even longer, uh, five or six. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I was accepted, but there was still this kind of, you know, we don't talk about certain things and so on. And that's how how it was with my family too. They, They were like, we didn't have like the tension, but there was definitely like conversations that just didn't come up we just didn't talk about yeah, stuff. Yeah, I can definitely relate. I can definitely I relate. <laughs> Cuz I think that it was it, it came up to a certain point to where I was seriously dating someone for my mom to really like you know be there and yeah. actually that talk was, about it. That was my turnaround too is when my mom saw me in a serious relationship. She was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, you guys aren't just, you know, hooking up in dark alleyways. You guys right. are I'm like, "Yes, mom, believe it or not, <laughs> we're well, actual I, people." <laughs> I will say this. I think what brought my dad around is um, when my mom passed away, he started dating who is now my stepmother Mm -hmm. and my sisters would not accept that. They had a lot of problems with it, but I accepted my dad dating this other woman and I accepted her. And I think he pretty much felt like he had no choice but to accept me and Mm. the person I was dating at the Mm -hmm. time. So I think that was for me the, the, um, I think it is just seeing, I think it's seeing versus, because, you know, and even growing up, you know, my perception of gay people were, you know, the sleazy, like back alley hookup, same, like same, shame. Yeah. And then like, you know, when I discovered, you know, when I, when I realized, oh, I'm actually a huge gay, I'm a huge gay guy. Like, oh my God, I love being <laughs> That's when I started realizing, oh, no, there are, like, people, they do have, say, it's the same, it's love. Yeah, you know? sure. Yeah, yeah, I think that that's, we talk about a lot on our show, but um, it's a lot of representation issues. Like, people don't, yeah. they only have uh, conceived notions. They do, and yeah, that's, I love your podcast, because you guys do, like, my fa- one of my favorite episodes of yours is, like, when it was Pride Month, and you are just like, we're just going to be gay, we're being gay, and, like, all that. It's, <laughs> it's, it's so great to hear, because I think people do need to hear that, is that, you know, it is... It's just you like you like penises, and the reality is that everything that all all the salacious things that gay men do, straight mm. people do the same shit. They're just they do. They, they just course. they just do it on the DL. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Well, gay men think they're doing it on the DL, but you know they yeah. just have, yeah. Exactly. Well, switching gears a little bit to talk about podcasting, um, <laughs> how did you guys? How did you guys uh, come up with your podcast, or how did you first come upon podcasts? Really. Well, the funny thing is, is that, um, so I, I wanted to do this whole podcast and no one knows this. So we're, this is like, Ooh. this is like some inquirer who wants mm-hmm. to know bullshit. But <laughs> Easter I originally wanted to do this podcast with a friend of mine whose name is Drew, but he's a lawyer and he's so incredibly busy. So it's like, that's not going to happen. So when, uh, when I popped into the scene, so when Pickens popped into the scene, I was like, Pickens, will you? do this podcast thing with me. And, and I was like, anything yeah. for the attention. Yeah. But, <laughs> but also, um, I, we realized we'd be good co-hosts with each other because we, big shocker, we would always get drunk and watch movies and then talk about the movies. And we were like, we really should be recording this. And then that's when she's like, you know, I've been thinking about doing this podcast with my friend Drew. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And then I was like, what's the podcast going to be? And he, he had the foundation of it. And then um, I think I introduced, the, I introduced the cocktail portion of it because uh, this guy I was dating at the time, he hated horror movies. And I was like, well, bitch, it's October. You're going to be watching a horror movie like, almost every day. <laughs> so to kind of get him into the mood of watching a horror movie, I would make him a themed drink um, for every movie that we watched. That like, so smart. Yeah, and he watched a whole fuck ton of horror movies. Well, the funny thing is, is that when I originally thought of the podcast, it was going to be Dinner Party mm-hmm. Massacre, oh. and I was going to be preparing dinner for people each week. But yeah. that seemed like a lot of work. And that's that's a lot of, <laughs> a lot of work. I would have loved it in the beginning, but then it would have been yeah. And also, and also a lot of chewing on the microphone. A lot of chewing, like a lot of like yes, oh. And yeah, like mm, I'm drinking this liver <laughs> with kava beans and a nice candy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was like, let's do cocktails. Yeah. Cocktails are easy, sweet, and we can be drunk and talk about horror movies, which I, are my favorite things to do. I, I yes. love cooking, but I don't want it to become a chore. Yeah, so, totally. Uh, 
we simplified um, yeah. the cocktails. Pickens, how, how did that relationship work out with the, with with the guy that, that you made all the cocktails for? We are we we did unfortunately separate, however, on good terms. Oh, well, that's oh, good. 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 Yeah, we, yes, good. We, did, we did separate, but we we are on good terms. It's actually my first um, relationship where I'm actually like I don't if I see my ex in public, I'm not like. Oh. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm going to put Pickens on blast right now. Put me on blast. I'm going to put Pickens on blast right now because he just got a message from someone, and that someone's name is Lee Grinder. What? So he he saved this person in his phone as Lee Grinder. I did okay. Girl. <laughs> Damn girl, you just okay, like I me. Really I understand. Thing. Okay, if I how would you want me to put him? I don't know his last name. Well, I now know his last name, and I'm just lazy, to, too lazy to change it. But. You were brought grinder for a little so, while. Lee, if you're out there, you're not even important enough to have a last <laughs> oh, name. No, no, no. He's I'm Alamo Grinder in his phone. Oh, Alamo Grinder. Okay. Yeah, it's all our cool. first yeah, our first date was at the Alamo. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so I'm Alamo Grinder in his phone. So it's so, mutual. <laughs> yeah, it's mutual. We're, yes. I I I meet a lot of people because so, I go out a lot. He meets a lot. <laughs> I do. But so no, many. um oh actually yeah, I'll tell you that there. Um but anyway, um Basically, I have to like remember how I have to. You have to be memorable. I have to like. I have to put specific <laughs> details of how I know the person. Sometimes it makes sense to me. But ba- back in the day, but even like before Grinder and Scruff and all that, when I yeah. was like specifically OK Cupid, I have so many last names OK Cupid in my phone right now. Andrew's, uh, Andrew's giving me a look right now. Also, I'm just making sure that you're telling the truth. Oh, I'm t- <laughs> uh, listen. I'm telling the truth. What have I ever been untruthful about my sex life I, with you? I, not so, yet. Ever. The judgment I feel. Got, the judgment. You gotta, you gotta keep the hose in check. You Thank gotta you, know Pickens. where the hose are coming from. See, Pickens understands me. He yeah. gets it. I get you, bitch. Everyone Thank you, on honey. Phone is like, Jake, church. Okay. <laughs> I was not you you just have kidding. my full name in your phone, but you didn't have it when you first met me. So was it just pick like was it just Pickens? Was it just random drunk? How many uh, how many day? fucking Pickens do you think I have in my phone? Probably. Okay. You would say the pickings are slim. Uh, <laughs> next question. Next question. So, 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 t- so we we know about what we know what cocktail party massacre is about. We know a little bit about how you guys met. Tell people why your podcast is so unique. Why should people tune in and listen? Oh, they shouldn't. <laughs> oh, that's not good marketing. That's, I know. That's, a, that's <laughs> actually a really good answer because I, I would probably tune in right away. Oh, you should. Oh, yeah. Um, I definitely think you know. It, it, well, it, hopefully it's a unique format. Yeah, it's a unique. I feel like it should be a unique format. You know, it, it's it is a discussion about film, but also it's done in like a fun trivia ish way. And we try to talk about it. Like if you listen to one of our game episodes, we try to talk about the movie. We try to unfold yeah. the plot. But we don't by, try to by give asking you a, questions. We don't try it. to give you like a book essay. Like we're not sure. we're not going to talk about and in minute one forty one. You know, he does this, and you know, yeah. we we try. It's like a kind of more free form. You but know. also, I might add, with a really astute knowledge of horror, this isn't like just a couple of people who just like like horror oh, movies. Yeah. You guys yeah. really know what you're talking about, and I, yeah. I I really appreciate that part too. Totally, for sure. Uh, yeah, I've I've been like this is like it's essentially like I'm 20 years old, and so you know this is like I've been watching horror movies since middle school, so this is like you know at least like a decade and plus of like watching a shit ton of horror movies and like looking up at IMDb at the same time. And I was, of. I was a latchkey kid. I'm almost 40. And, um, so I pretty much have been watching horror movies as long as I can remember. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was always drawn to horror. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I was telling, um, these guys the other night that I, I used to go into blockbuster and go into the kids section and I would always grab the never ending story, but then uh. I would switch it out for a horror movie so that my mom Ooh. didn't know. <laughs> Oh my god that That's is amazing. such a good oh she kind of caught on after a while because like how you know if we're gonna rent this goddamn never-ending story every week i'm just gonna buy it that's hilarious <laughs> that is yeah. such a uh, i need to go i need to build a time machine so i can go back in time and tell my younger self do this bitch but oh my <laughs> first, yeah so once they so once your mom bought um never-ending story for you 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 started checking out the Muppets Take Manhattan. Every yeah. <laughs> brave Little Toaster. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the oh, Brave Little Toaster. The brave Little Toaster. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. gosh. Okay, so you guys know how our podcast works. We always do a horror in real life segment and a horror in media segment. We're going to do that with you guys, too. So yes. why don't we take a break here and then go into horror in real life, where we'll be talking about um, the unfortunate episode of 
Judge uh, Judge Kavanaughty, oh. who's oh, the gosh. worst person in America right now. And we'll chat about that. And I think it's going to be interesting, especially from an LGBT perspective. And it's mm. fun to have four LGBT people right now, right here. So let's take a little break and come back. Mr. Judge Chairman. Brett Kavanaugh. Mr. Chairman. To serve as Associate Justice. Mr. Chairman, I'd like Supreme to be recognized for a question States. before we proceed. This is a hearing that is about who will sit in a house that symbolizes our system of justice in this country. And some of the most important principles behind the integrity of our system of, of justice is that we have due process and we have transparency. Welcome back, everybody, and welcome back to Friday the 13th. We are here with a very special guest today, as you know, Brock and Pickens from Cocktail Party Massacre. Hi, guys. Hi. Hello. This is Maddie. I'm Andrew. And we're back talking about horror in real life. And friends, uh, it's been a really terrifying week in America. Um, This is Sunday, the 30th of September. And just this past week, we went through the hearings uh, for Brett Kavanaugh, who is slated to be our next Supreme Court justice. And um, if you have it, if unless you're like actually like in a casket dead six feet underground, I'm sure that you're perfectly aware that uh, Kavanaugh is a rapist and a sexual assaulter, and he's also a fucking liar. And uh, we've been watching the hearings um, very intently, and it's been awful. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that, because I think it's really important for us to talk about. Um, And so if you're not familiar with how the whole process works, um, when there is a vacancy on the Supreme Court, the president makes a uh, makes a nomination from a short list of judges that judge. Those judges are apparently vetted, except, of course, for Brett Kavanaugh, because apparently he wasn't. Um, And then uh, the selection of a particular judge goes to the Judicial Committee in the Senate. And once the Senate uh, committee votes on that. Then it goes to a full floor vote uh, of the entire Senate. And so that's kind of where we are right now. Um, the Senate panel has voted uh, that that uh, Judge Kavanaugh will go to a floor vote. Um, but there's also going to be an FBI investigation first. Um, and this incredibly brave woman named Dr. Blasey Ford came forward and uh, gave this amazing testimony, this amazing and harrowing testimony of how she was sexually assaulted when she was in high school. Um, And uh, she brought it forward. And uh, watching her, watching her talk about it in front of this panel of of senators was really, really sort of heroic. Yeah, totally. I mean, it's uh, dark days ahead. I don't know. how, How familiar are you guys with this process and kind of with what's going on right now? I'm pretty familiar because also actually Dr. Ford is actually UNC alumni. So she went to school in Chapel Hill. I did not realize that. Oh my goodness. So she is UNC alumni. And um, the guy I'm seeing currently at the time, Uh he is the executive director of the AIDS action network. So he's very involved with politics and everything. So he actually made me catch one of the story. I didn't watch her testimony, but I did read um, throughout the day at work. I was um, up reloading my, uh, my page is reading updates and just the thing she's. So as a survivor of a sexual assault myself, it is, it just was just like, I, I did have to take a moment, like go to the bathroom and like, just kind of like, get myself together because like just experience and because also what really upset me were like the things i heard after the fact um like Mm -hmm. you know just you know walking by like i don't know why she's so upset nothing really happened it's like nothing really happened but something happened you know like still her experience sounded horrifying like you know you honestly thought he was going to crush her to you know it's just so really It's the constant um, victim blaming that always happens with something like this. I mean, we talked about it in our last episode, but um, if you haven't seen The Hunting Ground, definitely give that a watch. You must see it. Uh, I pretty much cried for an hour and a half, so be prepared. But (laughs) just, uh, and and what about you, Brock? Yeah, um, it's so funny because, well, it's not funny at all, but I stopped listening to news after about two or three months after. president trump was elected because it was just one depressing and like unbelievable story after the other Mm -hmm. and that's actually how i i first started listening to podcasts because i had to avoid the avoid Mm -hmm. going crazy so but but i could not 
I could not not listen to her testimony. So I, I listened to it. Um, I, I, I don't know. So, so something that, that came out before her testimony, there is a um, statistic given that, you know, one in three women are sexually assaulted. One in six men Mm -hmm. is sexually assaulted. And I think for gay men, it's probably even more than that. I mean, Pickens and I have both had experiences Mm -hmm. um, and I'm sure it's not very uncommon for, for gay men. And I don't know why that is. I don't know if, if, if older people look down at a a child who is gay and says, Oh, he's the weak one or he wants it or he won't tell. Mm -hmm. But um, nonetheless, this, like you said, Maddie, this whole hearing was so harrowing and so brave. Um, yeah, I. It, it's hard to believe that we're living in a time where where men are trying to quickly get someone approved for the Supreme Court. Yeah. Who even if he's a even, lifetime position, a lifetime position, yeah. kind of ignoring some incredible accusations, or you know. I don't know. It's beyond my comprehension. Yeah. On top of all that, even if he happens to be innocent, he demonstrated during the hearing that he is not suitable oh, for the position. I, yeah, I mean, blaming this, he if 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 you haven't watched Kavanaugh testify at, at that same hearing directly after Dr. Ford, if you didn't watch it, he literally blamed this on a on a left wing conspiracy that is mm-hmm. revenge for the Clintons. Verbatim, he said, "This is revenge for the Clintons." And that's insane for a man who is a jurist, who has been a jurist for for years upon years, and who wants to be on the Supreme Court. I hate Antonin Scalia. I would literally take a piss on his grave. (laughs) And even Antonin Scalia would never say anything like that. It's insane that this guy is fucking up for the seat. I will. Antonin Scalia. He's he was brilliant. He was a brilliant man. Sure. Yeah. Um, did really not a jurist did not agree with so much, but it's apples and oranges. Oh, Brett, totally. Oh, absolutely. Kavanaugh, I, I, it's incomprehensible to me. But but, but yeah. Brock, he has a calendar. Yeah. <laughs> calendar. Yeah. Right. Like what? Who is this? Also, who is this fucking nerd that like oh, literally kept his calendar well, actually, from 1982? Calendar, I think, is. M- damning to him actually because because he like lists like on his calendars like see I, there's no party on that date but however there was like something that he wrote down like planning something with the people that yes. she named at the party so like mm. you were hanging out with those people that day though so are you saying you didn't just go over pop open some beers and like you know uh, there, there there's so much gray area with this i i can't believe that they'd even put a time limit on the fbi investigation mm. right, right yeah and and also Arbitrary. and yeah. also ju- just yesterday so today is sunday just yesterday saturday the white house limited the investigation even further limiting yeah. the fbi on who they can talk to like this so, is this so is a lifetime thing lifetime we position. can take a little time to figure yeah, it out this is a decision yeah. and and, and yeah. Well, you know, does uh, just quick quick show of hands uh, out of the four of us, does anybody here really think that he will not be confirmed? Oh, he. he I think he'll still he'll still be confirmed. He'll still be confirmed. Every, absolutely. This whole FBI investigation, everything else, it's it's a masquerade. It's mm-hmm. they're it do- is. they're doing the bare minimum to give the mm-hmm. semblance that they're actually um, doing their due diligence. But it's far from it. Didn't he also blame like Animal House and like the, like movies or something as a part of his behavior? He he didn't specifically, but it's it's been sort of part of the context of the entire conversation that like in the eighties, okay. that yeah. like the 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 only way that we knew about like sexuality and like fun in college was through Animal House and through okay. you know the other films just like it, and so like. I mean, there there is like I guess there's something to be said there. Like that is how people like looked at yeah. like sexual assault and rape, and like is sexual assault rape? Is rape sexual mm-hmm. assault? Is it anything if there's not penetration? Like what does everything mean? What are the terms actually like defined as? Yeah. But even still, like go fuck yourself. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the, 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 I mean, I think I think on your yeah. No, it's just because I, yeah, I brought, I think yeah, because I read an article actually talking about sixteen candles. They oh were, my god, yeah. Yeah, 16 Candles up as like a 
reason why this behavior was accepted, like how rape culture was in the eighties and how it was essentially, you know, rape was being dragged into an alley by some crazy guy. Right. Howard. And the, this stuff like, Oh, ha ha lighthearted. Oh, you're just, you're fine. And now yeah. it's like, no, these women have, they're somebody. Yeah. So, and, and it's, it's, it's not acceptable. I mean, just not, because, just it, because you saw it in a movie, I mean, you watch movies about the serial killers all the time. That doesn't yeah. make you the, it, it right to go out and kill somebody. Like exactly. it's come on. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, no, it's mm-hmm. so the, the, one of the things I, I, my blood was boiling when, you know, he, this is a, this is a hearing. Um, and he was trying to turn the tables. I can't remember the Senator, but Klobuchar. She was, Senator Klobuchar yeah. from Minnesota. Thank you. Yes. She was asking, have you ever blacked out? And he was like, well, have you, she's not, he, she's not before this committee. It's, it's like, he's not even an adult. How can you put this person yeah. who mm-hmm. can't answer a simple question? Yes or no. He tries to flip. It's, I don't I, know. You know, I, I want to say one thing about Klobuchar. Um, let's think back to Al Franken, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I just want to say, I'm very glad that Senator Franken had the that he understood that resigning from the senate was the right thing to do because i want you to imagine right now if this if this committee was happening with al franken accused Mm -hmm. also of sexual assault on that panel right now do do, do you see what i mean here Mm -hmm. Like, like thank god senator klobuchar who is a wonderful senator She's incredibly articulate. She's she's an incredible uh, legislator. She 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 knows policy very well, and damn it, she knew how to question Kavanaugh so yeah. well. She did she did a great job, and she kept her cool while that piece of fucking shit <laughs> shot right back at her like an asshole. Because Have you I, I, women, but women oh. are too emotional to hold a political power because they're just yeah right yet yet perfect his whole opening statement was just done delivered through tears yeah delivered through tears and yeah but i'm not i'm not emotion shaming him because of course not of course but i'm i think men should show more emotion but um, but i I, I think in his case i think those alligator tears are are maybe just a little bit of 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 guilt crying i don't think they're alligator tears those are the tears of a man who has never been told no fair enough has never been questioned about fair enough never done and now he's in front of all these people it's not tears of guilt it's it's tears of someone who's been caught doing something Uh, yeah Yeah, it's and it's him not it's not getting what he wants and i I feel like we're probably preaching to the choir i think most listeners agree with us, but I do think that we have uh, a responsibility to have difficult conversations with people who don't necessarily agree with us. Mm-hmm. Yep. Who we need, we need more people on our side. That's right. We're going in a really dangerous direction. Especially, oh, you know, we, I mean, we're, we're, we're four gay guys talking about this right now. Right. Yep. And let's face it by the end of next week, or maybe in the, in the week after Brett Kavanaugh is going to be your next Supreme court justice. You're going to have five conservatives on, on, on the bench. Oh God. It, it is going to be, it's going to be a very difficult road ahead specifically well, for a lot of things, but you know, talking about the context of us talking together right now, it's going to be specifically hard for LGBT equality and yeah. all of the gains that we've made. I, I think it's going to be hard for LGBT people, women, and people of color. Without that's, a doubt. That's, that's you have two men who are accused of sexual assault making decisions about yeah. women's health rights. And that, right. I think it's going to silence you know anybody that suffered a sexual assault even further because you know let's say the next step was to take it to the Supreme Court. Wow. Yeah. You know, my my what you want to, like, my what, conspiracy what? is that there are a bunch of incels oh, <laughs> in the wait, wait. in the Senate. And I mean Lindsey Graham comes to mind. Oh my god, Lindsey oh my Graham. God. Yeah. So okay. this is just more incel stuff. Um yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's my little conspiracy theory is that there's some incel stuff going on. But anyway. Well it, it, you know, they can only bring it up so many times and get denied so many times before women are just like, Well, what's the point? Like what's the point yeah. of me staying exactly. That's what I think it's just gonna do this is going to be so awful. No, I, 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 you know, I think going back to what you were saying, Brock, about you know, we, we all need to we all need to be doing our part a lot more now. I think, especially for LGBT people, it's really the onus really is on us now. Yeah. Um, you know, just like you know, your parents, they probably didn't know a lot of gay people before they knew you guys, right? right. And right. same, same, I think for our parents yeah, as well. Hairdressers, of course. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Captain Gay is the hairdresser. Yeah. 
Yeah. But you know, I mean, I think I think now is the time uh, to really be yourself more than maybe you ever have been, mm-hmm. because it's going to be some really uh, dark roads ahead for us. Um, and unless we are completely authentic, unless we are really showing people who we are, and and maybe uh, maybe it's possible changing people's minds, but. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. we can do that. I don't know. I, I think I th- if, there's, if there's anything that we can do, it's it's maybe that. And I think it's important to remember that we need to do it with people that have other opinions yeah. and not just kind of um, conquer each other that already are, are like the, the way we are. Um, because, you know, obviously we saw with the election that, you know, there, were, there was no one thought that Trump was going to win. I Nobody did. did. I did. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Um, Michael, but, Michael Moore did. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just did. saying like everyone was complacent and I think that's what a lot. That's what was so dangerous. And that's how we got yeah. into the situation. Yep. So I think that's why we have to continue to fight back and in peaceful protest and just really let people see our authentic selves. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Well, that was fun. Yeah. I think that that, unless you guys have anything else with this topic, well, we have uh, we made that as fun as we could about something that's yeah. so horrible. But is yeah, is that the is that the word? I don't know. I I, yeah. I do want to say one more thing about Lindsey sure, Graham. Sure, please. Um, I there's that whole, he was quoted. I saw this on Twitter. He was talking about like he he doesn't have a wife. He he hasn't he, he like nothing's really happened in his life where the right woman has come along. And I mean, I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm just saying that. There's a reason why no woman wants to be with you. Oh yeah. <laughs> so it's time for you to reflect. It's not just that it's the not, right woman has to come along. Thank it's, you. It's not, it's, not a damn, it's not a woman problem. It's a you. You're problem. the one who's trying to usher in a Supreme Court justice who has some pretty uh, horrible accusations uh, put against him. So, but you know what? If they, if he, if there's a job for calendar plan, like a planning yeah. a calendar. <laughs> <laughs> if he if he wants to go into secretarial work, I he, know, Annie, he would be amazing. He, he can be an administrative assistant to the Supreme Court. There you hey, go. Brett, what am I doing a month from now? Oh, sir, I have had you scheduled for this. I have you scheduled for a sexual assault? Yeah. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, that was so much fun having guests in our horror in real life segment. So hang on because we'll be right back with some horror in media, and we're going to talk about what you've been watching, bitch. Yes. <laughs> Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. And welcome back to Friday the 13th Horror Hookup with Cocktail Party Massacre. Yeah. We are here to talk about some things that they've been watching, bitch. What you been watching, bitch? So I think we will start... I think we will start with Brock because he has uh, he's expressed a lot of interest in this specific segment. So we're doing this for you. Yeah, I That's love awesome. this segment um, just because I like saying what you've been watching, bitch. <laughs> uh, so we had an episode. Our last uh, game episode was with a guest named Brent. And we were just kind of casually talking after we wrapped up the episode. And he mentioned that he really loves the movie, the neon demon, which is an Amazon prime original, I believe. Uh, But I have avoided watching this movie because everyone talks about how horrible it is, but he was so emphatic about how much he loved this movie that I decided to watch it last night. And I agree with him. It is a beautiful movie, amazing soundtrack. I was at the gym this morning, listened to the soundtrack while I was working out. It was amazing. Hmm. Uh, And it's great in terms of character development and the way the main character, played by Elle Fanning transforms over the, the movie. Uh, it's a subtle movie, but if you're patient, for me, it has a huge payoff. So mm-hmm. I recommend uh, The Neon Demon. So yeah, with The Neon Demon, I think that you have to be in the right mood for it. You have to, you do have to be in a mood to because watch the it. Fir- the first time I watched it, I was a little more like, uh, this is a little more style over substance. But like as you kind of like get used to the style of the movie and like how it all unfolds, and once you know the ending, it, it kind of you get a different appreciation for it on a second watch through. I actually still haven't seen it, so I'm, I'm going to give it a watch. It's it's really good. It's like it's basically like the closest thing we would have to like an American giallo film, essentially. Okay. I will say this: I just watched Mandy a few weeks ago, and if you think that the Neon Demon is style over substance. 
uh, watch Mandy, which I'm very patient with movies. Sure. Um, very patient. Uh, I, I have said time and time again on our podcast that I love a slow burn, but I don't know. For me, Mandy is infinitely more style over substance than Neon Demon. I think because I just watched – maybe because I just watched Mandy, I was more patient with the Neon Demon. Huh, gotcha. Yeah. Well, if if man, if man, you're saying that about Mandy and I already hate Nicolas Cage, I probably will never see that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can see it. I think, it's, I think it is – I need to rewatch it because again, I may have been in a, in a weird mood that night, but are you saying that you hate the trash remake? That is the Rick Wicker man. (laughs) Actually, I find that movie kind of hilarious. (laughs) No, wait, no, no, you, you don't hate Nicolas Cage and Moonstruck though. Come on. I kind of do. Oh, come on. No one does. Wait, shares in Moonstruck, right? Yeah. Yes. The movie was, you can't hate a movie with Sharon in it. No, I like you. the movie. I just don't really like him. Yeah. Like him. Okay, yeah, you don't so, like him. So, pause. Nicolas Cage has made some bomb-ass amazing movies. Yep, totally. Yeah. Raising Arizona. Yes. Uh, Peggy Sue Got Married. Mm-hmm, uh, totally. I'm blanking. National Treasure, where he... National Treasure. Yeah, no, I'm good with that. No, thanks. National Treasure with Cutie What's-His-Face, his assistant. What's the guy's name? Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. That I am, like, I I am, like, in love with. Your podcast... Oh, he's done it like five times. Oh, okay, times. I, you know, I, Ugh. yeah, I, I don't know. Sometimes there's a cussing. Sometimes there's not a oh, cussing. Girl, cuss away. Oh, oh just fuck, 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 <laughs> fuck, fuck, dick. Yeah. All right, uh, so Pickens, why don't you go next? Yeah. Oh yes. Does that have to be horror movies? No, not no, at all. Can be anything. Oh, oh, oh fabulous. Okay, I am definitely going to uh, actually another Amazon Prime original. I'm going to recommend that you check out um, Forever with Maya Rudolph and Alan What's His Dick, the guy from Portlandia. That guy. Oh, oh um, Fred, Fred Armisen. Fred Armisen. Yeah. Alan What's His Dick made the yeah. Okay. Anywho, um, it it's I don't I don't want to give a, a lot away because there it there's a reason why they didn't really advertise too much for this because there's a twist that happens like with actually the first two episodes are huge twists hmm. but, uh, but how it's been best described to me and I will agree with it is a very intense story about boring love uh-huh. oh interesting I, that's my fa- I love that stuff yeah yeah it's oh. it's it's very, very well. Maya Rudolph is amazing, yeah. amazing, yeah. and also, um, oh crap, the the mom from the Forty Year Old Virgin, and uh, oh, I love her. Yes, she's she's in it. Catherine Keener. Yes, no. yes, she is amazing. Oh, she's in the. Movie. She's always she's amazing. In the show. Yeah, it's only six episodes. They're like twenty minutes, and oh. it's okay. So there's a Nicolas Cage movie I like, Adaptation. Oh, fair enough. Oh, yeah. no, bitch. Yeah. Yes, I love, I love Adaptation. Yeah. I um, watched that in a film class. That's and... Michelle Gondry, right? Oh, so yeah. Good. Yeah. All right, Maddie, do you want to go next? Uh, sure. So Wait, I... Maddie, yeah. go ahead. what you been watching, bitch? Yeah, what you been watching, bitch? <laughs> what you been watching, bitch? Um, so I am. Um, I finished watching a show this week on Hulu. I called... swear to God, if you say the British Baking Championship again this time, listen, <laughs> you can't say that every episode. Bitch, Maddie. I, I love know. the British. <laughs> Thank you. No, wait, wait. I have no, no, one no, no, question. No, no. I have one <laughs> question. Have you seen the new season? What do we think about the new? Um, I mean, I know this is old now because I really yeah, no, no, tell me. Yeah, what do we think of the new hosts? Um, the- so uh, I'll be really honest about that. I love them. And, okay. I, and, and I've been watching GBBO since the very beginning. I, I've been really into it. I was really I should have never brought this up. <laughs> I was so nervous about all the changes. I was really nervous. It's, it's going well. I think... Oh, but actually, um, Sue and Mel... Did you Andrew hear- and I are trying to shoot ourselves in the face. <laughs> did, you hear the, did you hear the tea about Sue and Mel? That they're going to be on a sitcom where they play assassins, but they bicker the whole time. And oh they usually God. Like not killing somebody. It's going to be on BBC, and I am so fucking here for okay, it. Okay, can we, like, can we, like, FaceTime and watch that together? Bitch, yes, we fucking okay, can. We're doing that. It's going to happen. And, oh, oh and God. also, did you hear that Mary Berry's coming back? Oh, I hope I love she's coming Mary back, Mary. and I'm like you know. Okay, enough. Back. Matt, to what? All right. Well, okay. Back. We'll to talk Maddie. later. We'll talk later. Let we'll me ask you again, Eddie. Yes. What you been watching, bitch? Here's what I've been watching, bitch. Um, so I just finished a series on Hulu called The First. Um, the first is it stars Sean Penn, um, amongst a bunch of other people. Um, uh, also like Norbert Leo Butts is in it, like 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 randomly, who I actually met one time after a production of Cabaret in Chicago. Ooh. 
Yeah, I know, right? Um, he actually kissed me during the show. <gasps> I'll, I'll tell you that story later. Um, but the first is all about the first manned uh, mission to Mars. And it's like 2033, I think. So it's not all that far away from where we are now. Um, it's an American mission. NASA pairs up with this um, with this company. And they uh, develop these rockets, and they go to Mars. Um, and it's a, it's a story about space, which always gets me. I'm really into space stuff. Um, this, this first season is really a lot more about uh, their lives, the lives of the astronauts and the, and, and the lives of their families. It's an incredible show. Um, I was just telling Michael and Andrew before we started recording today that you know it is it, it's it's also kind of like a little problematic right because like we're we're talking about me too we're talking about sexual assault a lot and also we're talking about Sean Penn as the leading oh, yeah. actor in this in this in this series and honestly like i had sort of forgotten about Sean Penn and all the problems i just i just didn't think about it and my friend Beth um who's a super fan of the show she she reminded me like oh yeah i remember Sean Penn and Madonna and Sean Penn and his whatever wow. other wife um, and so, you know, kind of brought to mind, like, you know, what do we do? What do we do with good art that we find? Because I think that the it's first is such a great like, piece of art. Can we separate and art from the artist? Can we, you know, can, can we separate Kevin Spacey from American Beauty? Can we separate um, Roman Polanski from Rosemary's Baby? That because American Beauty is like my top five favorite movies of all time. Same. It's yeah, so it's interesting so because I've been thinking a lot about this. I... Uh, there was some sort of challenge going on on Twitter, like name, like do 20 movies, uh, one movie a day, your favorite movies, just a picture, yeah. no words, no title. And I waffled on whether or not I should put a scene from Annie Hall in uh, there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It is one of my favorite movies ever. But should, sh- how, sh- how am I supposed to feel about this movie who right. was made by someone who I think is brilliant? But obviously problematic. Right, um, exactly. It, it, it's kind of a weird place to be in when you really do love the output. Um, anyway, so yeah. So, yeah. You know, totally. I, I don't know. I, I would say like if, if you're if, – if it's not triggering to you, I would say, you know, give the first a watch. Um, the, I think, I think it's, a, it's a really incredibly beautiful show. If you're into space stuff at all, you will probably love it. Um, and you know, also I don't know, spend some time thinking about the, 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 problem of, of art and artists mm-hmm. yeah. and, and it's on Hulu right now. Cool. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I don't know if you guys watch this regularly. It's kind of become a fall time staple for me is, uh, the new series of American horror stories back. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm, ca- I'm caught up, bitch. We can talk. Okay. So Please. American horror story is an anthology series, uh, by Ryan Murphy. And every year it's a different theme this year. It is apocalypse. And what number season is this? Do you know? Eight, seven, seven. seven? seven. Okay. No, no, seven. No, 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 that's a lie. No, it is eight. Is it eight? Okay. Eight. Okay. Um, Colt was seven, so this is yep. eight. This yeah. Is eight. Okay. Um, so the reason I wanted to bring this up is because in this series, it's kind of it's set up to that uh, we basically get missile bombed, and it's the it's it's the apocalypse, and there's a select amount of people that have been collected to be put in a shelter or shelters, mm-hmm. and it's kind of all about the dynamic of of the afterlife and with uh, the apocalypse happening. And the reason I bring it up is because in this season specifically. Uh, Ryan Murphy has really given us gay, 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 gay. Yeah, gay. he has. Like there is, there is anal sex in season in episode two. Not to spoil I, it for you. My favorite. Kind. Totally. May or may not have jerked off to Evan Peters getting fucked by the Rubber Man. <laughs> that um, was hot. That shit was hot. Can we not? Oh my god. Evan, Evan <laughs> Peters. Evan no, Peters' butt is one of my favorite things in the world. Yes, like by Evan, far. Evan Peters plays an amazing gay. Yeah. And so uh, th- that's the reason I bring that up. We just had episode three, I believe, which ended on a huge cliffhanger um, bitch. Oh, that no. we will see where that goes. But I've always learned with American Horror Story that uh, we got to take it episode by episode because it's real twisty and real turny. And, and also, can I just yeah. say, as somebody who was actually in Honolulu in January of this year when the missile scare happened... Um, that first episode was actually pretty fucking terrifying and brought me right back to the moment when I literally thought a missile was going to kill me. Jeez. It was, it was pretty fucking crazy. Yeah. Andrew, we need to talk later about yeah. our thoughts on like, yeah, that, that. We yeah. will. And it's got the gay guy from unreal in it, which I don't know if you've ever oh, watched unreal. Girl, 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 girl. 
and he he's on RuPaul a lot now too, and mm-hmm. oh, he's yeah, making he's making his gay RuPaul circuit. Three. Um, what's did you, okay. Oh, bitch. Okay, I can't. Explain. Well, we can take this off. We'll take this off the end. And I think yeah. I think we're back to Brock but, now for his his. Do you have a, Do you have any more? Any more what? Any more li- any more watches? Yeah, I, I'll I'll say, I'll say um, so. <clears throat> Uh, this movie was bought by Shudder, and I'm usually not big on rape revenge movies, but this movie called Revenge is absolutely fantastic. It is huh. amazing. Uh, so, have either of you seen it? No, not I yet. haven't. No, it's gotten okay, it's gotten so a lot. I'm not the only one. <laughs> okay, so yeah, it, it got a lot of. Is it, is it is it only on Shudder? Uh, you can buy it on Apple Movies or something like that. I'm sure. But yeah, it's uh, if you have a Shutter subscription, you you get to see it. Okay. Um, but no, amazing movie. Uh, I, I really don't know. It's not one of these movies where there are spoiler alerts because you know how rape revenge movies are, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. But it's it it really is a cut above the rest, and at least in my opinion, um, you know, a lot of times horror movies like to be dark and so on. This one is bright and. It's I, I don't know. There's uh, well, I was going. I was telling Pickens earlier. He give me shit because I've not seen it. Yet. He likes he likes, <laughs> likes male nudity in movies. I, I, I think penises need same. to be shown more. Thank yeah. you, Pickens. Well, same. So, so exactly. both of you guys will will appreciate this movie because there's male nudity in it. All right. Hey, yes, and, penis. And even though the guy uh, whom you see is really a piece of shit, he does have a nice ass. All right. Uh, um, that's that's all we need in the world is a nice butt and a penis. But I will for hate fucking. I, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I grudge fucks. Hate yeah. fucking mm-hmm, girl. Yes. Thank <laughs> you. There is. Well, I will say. So take all the nudity out. It is um, an amazing movie in my opinion. Uh, so check out um, Revenge on Shutter or buy it. Cool. Awesome. Yep. Hang on. Um. Okay. Goodness gracious. Well, besides watching the Stars Born trailer like a thousand times. Oh, I'm right there with you. Same. Same, 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 I have Shallow downloaded and I am, I'm there. Like Gaga is finally going to, ugh, yes. In that, so, in that song that they released when, oh, their, when their voices on. first come together, oh. I literally, I literally teared up. I'm such a nerd. I showed it to him last night. <laughs> he showed it to me. He, yeah, he showed that to me last night. Yes. Yeah, yeah. nice. Britt and I had this like whole like gay moment. Where we're just like, yes, Gaga. And he's like, what, what are you guys talking about? I was like, oh, you're, you're gonna have to see i'm it. so behind like th- like i'm gay but i'm not that yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness oh. um yeah besides um besides forever that was like the that was that was a big dedication of the month um also oh god have you guys seen a simple favor yet this oh, it was so good I, to- I told you during our quickie so that they watched it and loved it that's right that's right I don't yes. think Maddie's seen it yet. I, I have not I, seen it. Yet. I, I saw it. it Vibe is amazing, and I can't. Right I can't now. even. It's I, so I've never felt a spiritual connection to a character so much. She makes martinis the exact same way I make martinis. What? And you? Yeah, yeah that's right. That's awesome. Yeah. It was a movie that I was a little bit nervous about because they they advertised it as like a straight up thriller. Yeah, and then uh, not to give any not to give anything away, but there's a lot more comedy in there than you would expect by I, the preview. Yeah. Yeah, they're like the dark side of Paul Feig, and you're like, okay, and then you go see, you're like, oh, okay. you know, I love Anna Kendrick too. She's oh, so her. good. <laughs> oh, Maddie, she plays a mommy vlogger. Oh come on! The, like, I'm really, in. the first, I'm the in first for shot it. of the movie is her vlog, and she's like, "Hi, mommies!" So today <laughs> I'm going to be making my zucchini bread muffins, and I was like, "Oh, I am in." I love her so much. Yeah, go see a simple favor. You I have to. will for sure. I, I know that movie pass probably won't let you anymore, but that's fine. Whatever, <laughs> so, that's fine. Maddie, second movie. What you been watching, bitch? Uh, second one I've been watching. Um, so um, I was saying earlier, I was I was at a wedding in Nashville last week. And uh, I actually, I, I actually officiated the wedding, and um, we all got really super drunk as you do at weddings. And so the next day, I stayed with my sister who lives in Twelve South in Nashville, um, and we were hanging out and at her house, and we were all so hungover that I just sat in the same spot for literally nine hours. <laughs> and so we watched all of the Maniac on Netflix. How was the series? So. Um, I have some opinions on it. I mean, um, so don't give uh, anything away because it sounds like no, we all I'm not, haven't. Seen I'm it. not going to for sure. Uh, Carrie Fukunaga directs it, it, and and I think even wrote most of it. I'm pretty sure. Um, it's it's not bad. 
It's basically one big, long, um, eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. That's what just, I thought. Okay. Just kind of with, I mean, and it's, it is executed well, and it's very Fukunaga, um, but like it's not quite as Michelle Gondry as I would want it to be. And I think yeah. that's, what the, that's what the problem was for me. Eternal Sunshine is one of my favorite films of all time. I fucking love it. Um, Jonah Hill, who I typically never like ever in anything, was actually pretty good. He, he, I think he did a, a fairly good job. Um, Emma Stone was really, really good. Of Justin course. Theroux, fantastic. Oh, Fucking damn. Sally Field is in it. Yeah. And Sally Field was great. Um, and I, I won't give it away, but she actually plays two roles, and you'll, you'll figure that out. Oh. And also, wait, I, wait, say that again. Is one a flying nun? Um, no, no, not in this one. Okay. Um, but you know, but but you know, close. Yeah. Um, and then also one of my favorite actors of all time, Gabriel Byrne, is in it. And oh yeah, he does, he does a great job too. So Very. I watched the whole thing. It's about mental illness. Um, it's about mental illness. I, I I can't really give you anything more than that. And like honestly, it's it's really complex. It is. It's pretty confusing. There's a lot going on. It's not really one that you can like leave on in the background. Oh. So I would definitely say like don't don't do this. Maybe until you have like a really hungover day and you can really yeah. just like lay down comatose and watch it. Yeah. Um. That's when I would do it. But I would say watch it. It's 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 worth the watch for sure. Yeah. Cool. I, I'm super excited for um, the haunting of Hill House. Oh god. Oh, I'm kind of pissed though. I want to talk to you. I have opinions. Oh what? really? Might have well, to stay on after and talk about that. You've, re- you've read to. the book. The I'm in the middle of it right now. It's oh, nothing, the book is like, amazing. Why can't they just call it something else? I'm yeah. so confused. It's nothing like the book at all. I mean, oh, just, let's let Andrew yeah. talk. I'm sorry. Yeah, we yeah, can, yeah. We <laughs> so my my last pick today is going to be a Netflix series. Uh, it is called Insatiable. Have either of you seen that most show? Insatiable. Uh, no, I haven't seen that one. So Insatiable is kind of about it's ca- it's gotten a lot of flack, but um, it's about a girl who is kind of picked on for her weight, and then she uh, gets punched in the jaw, and her jaw's broken, so she loses a bunch of weight, <gasps> and then she becomes a southern beauty queen essentially i've heard okay no i have i have read articles about this and it's got um oh god who's uh phoebe and charmed i can't think of her name Alyssa milano yeah Alyssa milano's in it um it's got i I do not want to give anything away because there's so many twists and turns in it but if you can get if you watch the first episode and you're you can get it you watch it because it's definitely um it's got a style to it that I don't think a lot of people are going to like. But if you like that kind of stuff, it's it's fucking crazy can by I, the end of it. Can I just say, Alyssa Milano, it's just funny that she came up. Because have you, just to go back to our horror in real life segment, if you look at the photos oh, the photo. of Kavanaugh, Alyssa Milano was in the hearing the entire time. Ooh. And there's all these pictures. That, there's all these like, like memes out of her right now. Like... Please cast a binding spell on Kavanaugh <laughs> right now, and her like this like period like it's like peering at him. Has it's the funny. remake of Charmed come out yet? No, and I'm I refuse to watch it. Yeah, it's, yeah, <laughs> I, I like I, I might I watch it. It looks so I dumb. Was Maybe. gagged over the original series, but seeing the remake, seeing the remake, I was like, oh. Well, if you if you don't feel like going back and watching it, um, I have started a new podcast called Brunch with the Hollywells, and oh, they go right. episode by episode and give you gay commentary on every yes, episode. Cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, that, that's been fun for me. But anyway, um, I think that will about do it, unless you guys have anything else. I don't think so. I think that's basically been like the majority of my watching. So the Star is Born trailer. Go watch the Star is yeah. Born. <laughs> so everybody, if you have not checked out Cocktail Party Massacre yet, please check them out. They are a ton of fun. Uh, we may even be starring in one of their episodes in the future. So yeah. keep on a lookout for that. Um, yeah. Brock, Brock and Pickens, tell them, tell everyone where they where they can find you. Let's see. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Cocktail Party Massacre. Uh, let's see. Twitter is CPM Horror Pod because Twitter always has to be different and extra. And we have a website, www.cocktailpartymassacre.com. I just did www, and I always give you shit for doing that. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, it's, all, it's all on the World Wide Web. It is. It's the World Wide Web, those interwebs. And also, you can email us um, at cocktailpartymassacre at gmail.com. 
And yeah, um, our website features um, drink recipes. You can um, you can submit to be on our show because that's that's what we think it works best. Is we have like guests on the show. We have another person to like bounce our energy off of because we have a lot of energy. <laughs> well, Brock and Pickens. I have a, I have a lot of energy. I get very excited very easily, especially yeah. when it comes to like movies and like people and stuff. <laughs> we we love it. You know, and like we said at the at the start of this episode, we absolutely just love you guys so much. We love your podcast. It's such a pleasure to record with you today. Oh, yeah, and, so much fun. And, and folks, if you have not listened to their podcast yet, you need to push stop in like 30 seconds and then immediately go look up Cocktail Party Massacre and listen to their episodes. Thank, Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. That's so sweet. 